Hello, Friendship fam. I'm delighted to have you join in. We're with you from Friendship Church Studios in beautiful Shakopee, Minnesota. Thanks for engaging with us. Who is in the studio with me, you ask? None other than the infamous pastors, Matt Clausen and Joel Farber. We are going to look at a familiar passage often referred to as the prodigal son. But who is the prodigal son? And who do you see yourself in this story? I'm Kenny White inviting you to grab some coffee, buckle up, and enjoy the ride on this week's episode of your Friendship Church Podcast. Hey, Joel here, and I'm wanting to encourage you on your next step of faith. Is your heart to follow Jesus? If so, great. I want to encourage you to take the next step of faith. Perhaps that's baptism, memorizing scripture, fasting, serving on a team at church, or joining a life group. There are many ways to follow the Lord, and we are here to help you to do just that. Please check out friendshipmn.org and search around for resources, or contact the office and speak to one of our pastors. We hope to see you around in Shakopee or Prior Lake on Sundays at 9 or 1045. Welcome and thanks for joining in. Uh, Matt and Joel, as we get started, I wanted to bring back a special segment uh, that we did a couple months ago. And that was just a segment on blessings where we randomly came up with a letter and talked about blessings that started with that letter. So I like that so much. I wanted to I wanted to go back to it and I wanted to start with blessings that start with the letter M. Not N as in Nancy, M. I'm not even going to say as in right man. I'll say mankind. <laughs> mankind. There we mm, go. M as in mm. Mm. yes. <sighs> the song mm, by Crash Test Dummies. Mm, mm, mm. Come oh on, don't act like you don't know. Slash Child of the it. '80s. Sorry. Child. Oh my. Okay. Mm, Feel okay. terrible. <laughs> Mini Mouse. Bl- oh, that's a double M. Yep. It brings my daughter it makes, joy. It makes you double blessed. Double blessed. Extra spiritual. Yep. Okay. Other M's. Mom. Mom. Wasn't it just Mother's Day? Mom. Mom. That was a good one. Mom. Yeah. Mom. I like it. Absolutely. Yes. Mom. Mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is a blessing. <laughs> We, no. we can edit that later. Yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> not too loud. Hmm. Blessing. That's not usually the word you guys use. <laughs> hmm. Well, I mean, not behind your back. But right. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on. M. M. Things that. Manny. Manny. <laughs> that's Matt and Kenny. If you don't know, that's oh, Matt geez. and Kenny. Oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> Here we go. Matt, you gotta you gotta help us. Jump in. Matt, things to start with him. The Mark blessing. Malachi. Malachi. The Messiah. Yeah, yeah. Milk. Milk. Okay. Milk. Oh. Milk. That is a good one. Mandalorian. Mandalorian. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I got good ones. (laughs) My wife. My kids. (laughs) My house, my vehicle, 
Nice. Nice. I, I have my a McKenna. Job. Oh, my Kenna? <laughs> no, it's just McKenna. It's oh, one man. it's one name. Now we're gonna have to do the whole family letters. Uh, yeah, yeah. Special segment the next seven weeks. <laughs> my daughter's weeks. name is Madeline. She goes by Maddie. But I have always, since she was like two years old, called her Mad Dog. Which at her college graduation this last week you did, I absolutely yelled out, "Yeah, my dog!" <laughs> oh my gosh! Did 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 you have a sense that she saw you, heard you? Um, any response to you on that? Like, I any I got cringing. A, I got a sense that she wouldn't want to acknowledge if she had heard. <laughs> mm. Was she mad? <laughs> Indeed. Nice. Well, there are lots of reasons that we're blessed, and sometimes I like to just pause and focus in uh, on one area, and one of the ways that that we do that in our home is we'll go around the table and just say, what are some blessings in your life that start with the letter, and then we'll fill in each kid each week, we'll kind of come up with a different letter, or on different weeks, we do it sporadically, it's not every week, but that might be a fun practice for you to do at home, and uh, just just wanted to practice with these guys, and I hope we didn't butcher it too much for you. Have fun with it. With that being said, let's jump in to today's discussion, fellers. We're in Luke chapter 15. Luke chapter 15, verse 11 is where we'll start. And we're talking about, can you guys guess? You should be able to guess since I told you ahead of time. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the parable of the prodigal son. Good job, Joel. Come you on down. It. Wow, I'm so impressed that you just had that right there. Give me one dollar, Drew. One dollar. <laughs> one dollar. Oh no. Okay. Well, uh, what you know? Last last week we met and and we talked about the uh, the woman that had the issue of blood and the hem of Jesus' garment, and I I just enjoyed that so much. I I, I really did. That I, I wanted to take, you know, just another week and and grab some more uh, words of Jesus and and take a look at them maybe from a different uh, angle. And the parable of the prodigal son is one of those stories that we're all pretty familiar with. I mean, if you've been around church for any amount of time, then you're probably pretty familiar with the prodigal son. And I just thought it would be fun to uh, walk through it together, talk about it. And one of the one of the ending pieces that that I want to go is which character do you associate with today? And I know that's a little bit of a dangerous question. I recognize that, but um, I, I think it'll be a good question. We'll come back to that towards the end. Hmm. All right, fair Sounds enough. Good. All right. Well, we'll just jump in. We're in Luke chapter fifteen, starting in verse eleven, and uh, I'm going to read, and then Joel's going to read, and Matt's going to read. So we'll all have opportunities to. Butcher some words. What was the word that Joel messed up last time? That was fun. Cal- yeah, calves. Calves. <laughs> calves. That's right, calves. Which Matt said they grow up to be? Coes. Coes. <laughs> Coes. That might be important that, that to remember. That was great. Yep. That was great. All right, we're in verse 11. Luke chapter 15, verse 11. And he said, there was a man who had two sons, and the younger of them said to the father, Father, give me the share of property that is coming to me. And he divided his property between them. Not many days later, the younger son gathered all he had and took a journey into a far country. And there he squandered his property in reckless living. And when he had spent everything, a severe famine arose in that country, 
and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country, who sent him into his fields to feed pigs. And he was longing to be fed with the pods that the pigs ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread? But I perish here with hunger. I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring quickly the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring the fattened calf and kill it and let us eat and celebrate for this my son was dead and is alive again he was lost and is found and they began to celebrate now his older son was in the field and as he came and drew near to the house he heard music and dancing and he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant And he said to him, your brother has come and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has received him back safe and sound. But he was angry and refused to go in. His father came out and entreated him. But he answered his father, look, these many years I have served you and I never disobeyed your command. Yet you never gave me a young goat that I might celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours came, who has devoured your property with prostitutes, You killed the fattened calf for him. And he said to him, Son, you're always with me, and all that is mine is yours. It was fitting to celebrate and be glad, for this brother was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate that. You know, there's there's so many things with this passage, and and you get to the end of it, and you want to go, so what did the son do? <laughs> like, did he go back in and and celebrate, or did he just stand out there and right. be frustrated and angry? You know, like, well, how's this end? Come on, Jesus, give Kicking us more. Dirt. Give us more. Uh, and maybe that is part of uh, the point of this parable, but we'll we'll get to that in a minute. Um, early on in this passage, we see that there's a son who wants his inheritance. Now, we we learn through a variety of uh, of texts and resources uh, outside of scriptures that this isn't a super common practice, um, and that uh, what would happen oftentimes is when a father would die, he would leave his portion to his sons, and they would divide it up. So if there were two sons, there were three portions. The oldest son got the double portion. The youngest son got the single portion. So there, there is an, an element here where the son is saying, Father, I, I'd rather you be dead. I want this for mm-hmm. me. The responsibility of the oldest son, as I understand it, is to go to the younger son and call him out. Uh, but he gets a double portion, so his motivation maybe isn't as great in this scenario. Uh, again, reading into the text a little bit with that. And then there's this response where the son comes back. And um, it, to me, it's, it's, 
it's an it, it's a humbling place where this young man is where he's saying i uh, it, i could serve at my father's home uh, where my brother lives i could mm-hmm. serve there and would do better than in this foreign land and famine um this place of humility and then of course the father's response is is a beautiful response but before we go down too many of those roads i i just kind of wanted to set this up and put just a little bit of context around it and hear from you guys as uh, as you've chewed on this passage for for years and thought about it, and then as mm. we're beginning to talk about it today in the podcast, what are some of your knee jerk responses to this passage? Mark said, "Go, Joel." <laughs> okay, you knew that was coming, Joel. I'll roll. Go. Joel, roll. Joel, roll. Um, it actually hit me a little differently today thinking about the older son and what his response was, you know, towards the end of the passage. But immediately in the first chapter, the father divided it among them, it says. Right? Mm -hmm. Where is it? And the younger son said to him, Father, give me this share of property that's coming to me. And he divided his property between them. Mm -hmm. So, like, at the end of the passage when he's asking, you've never given me anything, or didn't he already receive his portion? Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like... Father, like, I don't know, it's kind of like, you're an idiot. He gave you, he's still alive, he gave you your portion, and he's still taking care of you too. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Never saw that before. Yeah. Yep. It makes you wonder, uh, again, as we've labeled this the prodigal son, talking about the son that has left the home, you can also be a prodigal mm. in the home. Right. It's interesting mm. thought. So... <clears throat> The thing that strikes me the most about the parable is the love and mercy of the Father. I don't think that's a new thought. Uh, I think the danger with a parable like the prodigal son is we've just heard it so many times Mm. that we kind of tune out. I mean, it's like... uh, when you get on an airplane and they go through the safety instructions, oh yeah, right. Uh, yeah. How how deeply are you invested in paying attention to the safety instructions? Well, you've heard them seventy five times, a hundred and twenty, what, however many times. You're out. You're out on the safety instructions, and I think that's the danger with a parable like this. Like mm-hmm. God's love is so deeply expressed here, but we've heard it so many times, mm-hmm. and so we have to, uh, in a sense, freshen our gaze. And look at this, um, just a, the spitting in the father's face that takes place by the younger son. Uh, I, as you were saying, Kenny, I, I'd rather have your stuff than you. Yeah. Right. What what parent wants to hear that from their kid? I would rather have your stuff than you. Yeah. I have no interest in you. Then the turning of the back on everything that the father has raised the son to be. Yeah. Right? I mean, Jesus is telling this parable in response to something the Pharisees said. So the Pharisees are listening to this, and they are hearing this son go off into a faraway land, which they all hear as, okay, Gentile pagan lands. Mm -hmm. Okay, and he's hanging out with prostitutes, as the older son says, Mm -hmm. and he is uh, feeding pigs, so that's pretty appalling to Jesus' Jewish audience that's listening to this. Like, I think the the feeding of the pigs and the eating of the pig food is all meant to express, like, you can't get any further towards the bottom than this. And you can't reject your father and the way of life that your Mm -hmm. father has made for you any more thoroughly, right? But then... Mm -hmm. When he comes back, he's got that prepared speech that we read, Mm -hmm. right? Father, I've sinned against heaven and against you, 
and I'm no longer to be worthy of your son. Make me as one of your servants. And then just the father's reaction, right? He, he runs out to greet him. Which is super uncommon in that right. culture. Yeah, you had, to, you had to hike up your garments. This is clearly a man who has resources within the community. Mm-hmm. Like they wore long garments with tassels for a reason so that they wouldn't be identified as the kinds of day laborers who hiked up their garments and did things like run. And yet this man, uh, the father in the story, like just says, forget dignity. I'm yeah. running to my son. Yeah. The son is unclean. He's been in Gentile lands, hanging out with pigs and prostitutes. And what does the father do? Right? Like the son should have to stay outside the community for six days. And on the seventh day, after ritual cleaning, then he could be allowed back. But he, in, in that impure state, the father runs, throws his arms around him, kisses him. Like yeah. all of this is not appropriate as the Pharisees are listening to this. Like, <laughs> what? No, that's terrible. This man's impure. He's unclean. Like, what are, what are you doing? Yeah. And Jesus, then the, stop the story. Yeah, this yeah. is nuts. <laughs> yeah. Then the son like launches into his rehearsed speech. Yeah. And I think in the text, it's word for word, right? Yeah. He said, I'm going to go back to my father and say this. And then he starts to say it, but he doesn't get the whole way through, mm-hmm. which, which may be because the father cuts him off. Mm-hmm. Like before he gets to the, make me as one of your servants, the father cuts him off and is like, no, 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 no. And then he calls for these three items to be brought that are all about sonship, right? You've got the robe that he wants put on him. We can't see the robe and not think about Mordecai in the story of Esther mm. and the robe of honor mm. and the robe as connection yeah. and the ring, which probably wasn't just a random ring, but it's right. the family signet ring that's being brought back and the shoes that are a, a reminder that sandals are what kids in the home wore while servants wore nothing. They went barefooted. And mm-hmm. all of this is just this astounding love of the father to say, mm, none of this is deserved, but you're coming back as a child into the home. It's ridiculous, right? I mean, uh, yeah. and, and if we put our, ourselves in the place of the Pharisees and teachers of the law who are hearing this, we just go, what? Right. That's ludicrous. Right. And that's, I think, what Jesus is trying to communicate is this just astounding love and mercy, right? Crazy. Yeah. I, I, I love Jesus. Uh, I, I love this father as the God figure in this story. Mm-hmm. And his willingness to die for his children to give them their inheritance. Mm. And then his willingness to, to bring those children back into him and, and care for them, though both of them are wayward just in different mm-hmm. ways. Mm-hmm. I, it it's an amazing story, and as I, as who I, who are you, Kenny? Who are you in the story, Kenny? Well, I I was going to save that, but I'll just <laughs> yeah, no, right you're going to ask us. Is I was going to ask gonna you, do. and I yeah. am trying to beat you to it. <laughs> nice work, Matt. <laughs> yes, <laughs> let's go, Joel. Time to turn the tables on him. You know what? I, I I don't like this. You teaming up on me. <laughs> 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 I, I guess I don't like this medicine as much. No, no. So so. I'll, in all fairness, I feel like at times I, I've been both of the sons, mm-hmm. for sure. But most recently, I was reading this, and, and it occurred to me, and this is found uh, in verse 22, but the father said to his servants, bring quickly the best robe and put it on him, and put, put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. You, you referenced that earlier. 
And, and I really, I really feel like this is a season in my life where I get to be one of those servants and, Hmm. and and to be able to, uh, see those who have been wayward and, and, uh, try to listen for the commands of, of Christ to restore people back to him. So mm-hmm. um, that's, n- you know, I, I see this for those servants. It's not their robe. Uh, it's not their ring. Mm-hmm. It's not their shoes. Uh, but they get to be a part of that restoration. And, and mm-hmm. that's, that's where my heart has connected most recently uh, in the story. But that yeah. is beautiful. Oh, hey, thanks, it was. Thanks. Yep. If you keep reading in verse 23, That's Matt great. and I have already agreed, we feel like the, the first noun you see there. <laughs> well, what is that, Joel? The fattened calf. <laughs> the yeah. calves? Yeah, the calves. Yeah. We, I'm the calf, he's the pigs. <laughs> Call it good. End the podcast. <laughs> and Joel, Joel feels like the calf in this story because... <laughs> Uh, the calf is sacrificed, and he feels <laughs> right. like That's right. every week he comes into this podcast, <laughs> and he is sacrificed by us. Mm. <laughs> well, there's for the sake of a little that. humor, there, there is truth to that. With what I, in line with what I shared earlier about the son getting his portion and mm-hmm. and realizing it that he's living with his father with his portion, like he's already got it. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I, I kind of feel like. You know, you, you you have those moments where you know God, you're living for God, you've already you're, you're living with the blessing of salvation on your life, and but you you forget God's there. Like, oh, mm-hmm. he's just my dad. I'm in his house already. I'm doing my life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I, that kind of that kind of has been me, and I'm trying to break into the the third son who's not pictured here. <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, man, that's yeah. really good, Joel. That's really good. I, I feel like growing up that I was an older son publicly and a younger son privately. Mm. Uh, growing up in the church, I was an older son in the sense that I was regularly trying to look good on the outside mm-hmm. and that I was regularly looking down on others and judging others, mm. uh, usually to try and make myself feel better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but privately, there were all kinds of ways in which I was a younger son mm-hmm. filled with uh, you know, the sins that the younger son is filled with. And so I didn't ever want anyone to know about any of that or... But, you know, I was, I was an older son publicly looking down on everyone, making sure that everyone knew that I was better than them. I was a younger son privately committing all kinds of terrible sins mm. that, you know, and thinking all kinds of things that were terrible and those kinds of things. Yeah. So I, I guess God has had to rescue me from both the younger son and the older son's plight in a sense, right? Amen. Yeah. Right. And mm. maybe I should say is rescuing me. Yeah. He has rescued me justified. <laughs> Is rescuing me sanctified. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Will rescue me glorified. All right, I'll that's stop. Good. No, that's really good, guys. I, you know, each week it's a highlight for me to to be in here with you and share these podcasts, these times together. And uh, as, <laughs> sorry, there was there was just a, a weird thing that happened in uh, Friendship Church Studios. <laughs> I we got a squeaky swivel. <laughs> I was. What is that? Are there geese coming by? What is that? It does. I was trying. Like, do it again. Ooh. Be quiet. Be quiet. 
Yeah, it does kind of sound like a goose. Oh, my. <laughs> a goosin. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I had this really great ending in mind, too. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. It no, is it is a special it is. time. It is a highlight of the week for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I just really enjoy you guys. And and the Word of God is living and active, and it's sharper than any double-edged sword. And how cool that we get to uh, that we get to look at it and wrestle with it and... Uh, anyways, thanks for joining in. Thanks for joining the infamous pastors, Matt and Joel. Oh, and gosh. we. <laughs> uh... <laughs> well, this is certainly a first. We have lost Matt, <laughs> we have lost Kenny. And, uh, you know, it is my honor and privilege to uh, to take the reins. Church fam, we are so thankful that you take the time to join us each and every week to, to listen to these podcasts. So thank you for jumping in with us and hanging on for the ride. As a reminder, today's episode was brought to you by the letter M. We talked about a prodigal son and the Messiah who welcomes us home. All of us can connect with this parable, right? However, what do we do with it? Will we choose to repent and come home or not? Perhaps today you saw yourself in this story. Perhaps today you see an opportunity to follow the Lord in a new or fresh way. It is always the right time to do the right thing. Jesus is ready to meet us with his arms wide open. We'll see you next time on your Friendship Church Podcast. Podcast.